This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What do you get, literally, for the person who has everything that they could possibly want? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bonjour. It is beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and it's beginning to look a lot like I did not plan ahead. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but like... Christmas is so at the bottom of my list of things that I'm tending yeah. to right now yeah. in the world. Yep. Yeah. And so I just had this moment the other day. I was like, oh, oh, dear. Gifts. Oh, we are in the well, uh, weird crunch time now. And for those of you who have children, I imagine it's in, you know increasingly more uh, fraught this yes. year because, I mean, I feel like your options are limited. And you do have to kind of make it special if you're not spending time with extended family uh, like you normally would. You kind of have to figure out how you're going to make the season a little bit more special. But then I was thinking about my spouse, honestly, and I was like, you know, we're adults. We just kind of like get like if there's something we need or like we just talk about it and like either we decide we're going to get it or we decide we're not going to get it. And I just it's hard to give those wanty gifts to another yeah. adult especially because i think in some ways and i'm i probably i don't know i i am i feel very fortunate we have gifted ourselves a lot of wonderful things in the name of pandemic boredom uh over the last few months right yeah. like you know because we are not spending money going out on dates maybe we will spring for a little something that'll bring us a little joy sure so we've been doing this throughout the year and i said to him last night i was like are we giving each other gifts and he was like i bought you things and i was like oh okay oh noted noted <laughs> um so it just led me to ask the question what do you get for the person in your life who you feel like really has everything they need right now 651-641-1071 do we have a caller holly yeah megan's on the line hello to megan megan what do you get the person in your life that literally has whatever they need um it's my dad actually and actually my mom um usually if i go somewhere and they take care of my dog i'll find a local microbrewery and bring them back or my dad back some beer oh, and my mom back that. some like locally made um, hard cider. Obviously we're not traveling quite as much, right. but that's usually Yeah, I no, do. that's a good local- idea. Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. Thank you for your call, Megan. Um, Cause you could too, just take like a quick little day trip and pick something up somewhere and get back on the road mm-hmm. and help a, you know, a possibly struggling business elsewhere. Yeah, I think parents are perennially the ones that have everything, right? Like, 
children buying gifts to their parents in adulthood is fraught because you're like, well, my parents are my parents, so I'm not, I, unless they're like literally going through something where they need something and, you know, you're going to help them out and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, uh, as a general rule, I would imagine parents frequently fit this bill where you're like, oh, they, they kind of have everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I think like it, you, that almost frees up the concern that almost lets that takes the air out of some of that expectation because they kind of know that. Mm -hmm. And so then you can really focus on little things that actually have some meaning to it versus like, Oh, I have to spend a lot of time trying to find the best gift. Like my mom, if there was a like, well, I don't want to say what gift we got my mom because she's not listening, but you you never know. I'm just not putting it out in the universe. Um, but, but this is a chance to really use those local little things yep. that, you know, create some some joy in people's like a lives. sentiment yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Holly, do we have another caller on the line? Yeah, Nicole's with us. Hi, Nicole. Nicole, what do you get the person in your life that has everything? Well, um, this year I went for, like, the favorite beer or, like, the favorite restaurant, and I got merch from there. Mm. Um, Stephanie March has a really good list. Oh, that's great. Thank. That's a good and, tip. Yeah, like restaurants even have cocktail kits and um, liquor distilleries and breweries have uh, lots of T-shirts and hats and stuff like that. That is That's a genius. Great, great idea. Thank you so much. No, and actually, this if if there is, you know, it's can I just I have to share this because you know I know the whole thing about let's get gift cards for the restaurants mm-hmm. and I am here for this, mm-hmm. but then when it comes to using the gift card, I feel bad. Because right now, because I'm like, I'd, I don't want to, like, I still want to buy the food with the money because the restaurant needs that right yeah. now. So yeah, I just, so just I've maybe save the gift card. Yeah. yeah. So like, I've, I've got a lot of gift cards that we're just sitting on. Um, but yes, this tis the season to be buying gift cards to people's favorite restaurants as a way of helping them out. Do we have any other callers queued up there, Holly? No, we don't. All right, then. Um, Hollywood, you get the person who has everything. Well, you know, 2020 makes it challenging because usually it's an experience Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe it's a meal out or doing something like that. But this year it's like, well, what are we doing? Right. We're not really doing a lot. Right. So like, for example, last year I bought my dad tickets to a concert so that we could go together. That's not a thing this year. That's not a thing this year. Mm -hmm. So it puts a little pickle into the scenario. Yeah, I think the you know the 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 challenge this year, right, is like like what are we doing? But it's also a, a positive in some ways. Like people have found hobbies this year that you can now maybe um, help, help them buy fun. gifts for. It. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. Um, yeah, I also we also have tossed around the idea at our house of putting Christmas off until July, literally, um, because we're not going to gather as, as a family this year. We've been sort of workshopping this idea of like, maybe we get together when we can get together mm-hmm. and um, do just something to tide, tide everybody over uh, for the actual holiday, like something yeah. small, but then really have an actual celebration in July. And the fun of that would be, You'd get to do it once in July and then again the following December. Right? So yeah. then you get like two gift giving. I think there's going to be a lot night. of pent up celebrations this summer. Fingers crossed. There's going to be a breath. lot of pent up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, get ready. <laughs>
when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we got to talk about the battle of good and evil. Dun, dun, dun. The battle between Black China and the Kardashians. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, it's time for an update on the battle between good and evil on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And that would be the battle between Black China and the Kardashians. Yes, and Black China has won a legal victory against Ooh. the Kardashians for a change. Uh, in that Robin China suit. We can talk about that in a moment. But she didn't win the whole battle. She won a... No, she didn't win the whole whole war, war. but she she did win a battle. Um, And specifically, what Black China won is um, some footage, unaired footage from her show, now defunct, Robin China Season 2. So China's attorney, Lynn Ciani, Ciani, told Page Six, um, who also, by the way, is claiming that this is an exclusive. I'm, I'm not buying that it's an exclusive, mm. but whatever. That's a whole separate podcast. Um, she talks about this unaired footage, um, which apparently shows Rob expressing his love for Black China after she underwent a medical procedure. Okay. Uh, okay, I want to sit with that for a minute, but go on. What do you want to sit with? Oh, I'm just remembering that there was some rumor about a medical procedure with her. Oh, really? I don't remember this procedure. Um, that maybe after her baby was born, she was promoting tummy tea and whatnot. Oh. But that that was... She actually had a procedure. Yeah, the shape that she achieved was not due to the tea. Sure, sure. Well, we will never know. But Black Mm -mm. Black China will because she's going to get her hands on this footage. So now um, the judge in this case ruled that the unaired footage from uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which filmed in March of 2017, must also be handed over. There was apparently some unaired footage of that show, which showed Rob and China working on their relationship. Now, you might ask yourself, well, why is that a legal victory for Black China? Why is that a legal victory for Black China? Well, I mean, I'm assuming the way that it's reported that this go this shows the the footage shows that uh black china was in a real relationship with rob Mm. because one of the allegations that black china has made against the kardashians is that they went behind the scenes with uh their production company and the network to poo poo black china Mm. to you know essentially character assassinate her such that they would not renew the season um she also accuses them of like assault and all this other stuff and um, there's a lot going on in this relationship and then Rob's got some allegations against her and vice versa and in fact Marty Singer who is Rob's attorney is like yeah we don't care about any of this because it has nothing to do with us oh but we have asked Black China to um, pull up her OnlyFans footage so like they took every opportunity to get a dig in against Black China remember that Rob Kardashian revenge porned black yeah, china right and that's all you need to know anyway yeah. so the moral of the story is she believes that this footage which was unaired will vindicate her side of the story in terms of rob and china had a legitimate relationship they had every reason to believe that the show would have been successful and it's not just because their relationship ended that the show should have ended okay i have a dumb question 
May I? Does it ask? have to do with aliens? No, uh, maybe. Um, when we say that this footage was released to Black China, does does that mean for you for further use in this case, or can she release it to the public? Like, will people be able to see? I assume that she's not able to just turn on the TV and and show the unaired footage. That the unaired footage is for the purposes of this lawsuit. Okay. Um, all I can tell you, though, that's just my sense. But all I can tell you is that the judge ordered that Bunnam Murray Productions, the company behind the reality show at the time has to hand it over to her. That's all I can tell you whether or not she's allowed to do anything with it. I assume no, because there would be all sorts of other claims that people could make that that's not to be or that not fit to air. But yeah, this has more to do with her telling of the legal case in a court of law, whether or not that leads to her being victorious uh, or to vindicate her in a court of law, that is all still yet to be determined. And I'm not really quite sure what the end result uh, we're hoping for is in this particular case. Um, all I know is I want, like, listen, I I just want Black China to get what she deserves from this, meaning I think that my tendency is to believe her that the Kardashians um, really did assassinate her character and uh, that they got up to some real shady business as part of revenge on her Mm -hmm. for um, the end of her relationship with Rob uh, and what, what, you know, the choices that he made along with her that led to sort of the demise of his own career whatever that was, you know what I mean? Like that revenge porn thing. I can see how the Kardashians would twist that around to being something that he was forced to do because she's such an awful person, blah, blah, blah. But that essentially shut down his Instagram. Um, literally he, he's not allowed to have his own Instagram account. It has to be controlled by his mother. So I, I just am hopeful that in this legal battle, She's the one that emerges the most victorious because they do think they mistreated her horribly. Well, I think um, the thing that I think about in this particular case is I always root for the underdog. And in this case, Black China is by nature the underdog mm-hmm. because she's playing the Kardashians at their own game. And insofar as that's the case, like I wouldn't do the things that Black China did. Like that's not the life I would want to live. I'm not playing things the way she is but that's not really that important to me like who cares she's a (laughs) she's a grown-ass woman she can do what she wants but insofar as she's able to stick it in the all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the Unidentified Alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Eyes of the Kardashian um, or, you know, best them at their own game. I'm totally here for that. Right. And she's been kind of doing that steadily since she entered the picture. Well, and I mean, she tried to have that show. She hasn't been very successful, I would say, in terms of like, you know, creating a reality empire the way that the Kardashians have. Mm-hmm. But um, this particular lawsuit is still hanging out there. So maybe she'll, you know, maybe she'll be able to beat them at their own right. game in this particular realm. Did she change attorneys? I don't think so. That Lynn Ciani name uh, sounds very familiar. Okay. So that didn't sound new to me. Because for some reason, why did I think that she had been represented at some point by Lisa? That actually is the what case. What is her last name? You know what? Bloom. Um, Bloom. Thank you. Lisa Bloom. You are right. Uh-huh. Lisa Bloom. But I don't know if that's the same thing. Okay. Let's see. Lisa Bloom. Black Lisa Bloom, China. by the way, is the daughter of Gloria Allred. Ah. Gloria Allred has been, yeah. has made a name for herself. Um, uh representing women who have been uh, sexually assaulted, mistreated in the workplace, but celebrity women. She's sort of like the ambulance chaser. So what's interesting about that story is you are correct. There was a point at which they were together. um, And then Black China claimed that uh, Lisa Bloom was trying to take a cut of her earnings in her lawsuit against the Kardashians. But Lisa was like, no, actually, I'm not representing you because you failed to pay for legal work. Um, in this case, this is interesting because we have reason to believe that Lisa Bloom is not the most trustworthy right. mouthpiece mm-hmm. because of because she was angling to try to represent Harvey Weinstein, which and by using her work with victims yeah. of people like Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. which is so gross. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, that's interesting. Again underdog i'm gonna always go with the underdog mm-hmm. so in this case i would be more partial to believe black china but black china also knows what she's doing so you know the, we've not heard the last no, from her nor yes nor will we let that be the last we'll still follow that story when we come back on the colleen and bradley show celebrities behaving badly we call them d-bags and we're going to tell you about them after this on my talk 107 celebrities behaving badly we love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and um, we love to call these celebrities behaving badly a name and that name is d-bag Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Joe Exotic. Oh, what's a Joe Exotic again? Oh, he's the guy that used to own that like big cat sanctuary. And he was a character and he was the star. I'll put that in loose quotes of the uh, docu-series that took over the beginning of this pandemic called Tiger King, mm-hmm. uh, who is in jail doing time for a failed effort uh, to put out a hit on his um, mortal enemy, Carol Baskin. Mm. It's the story is so bizarre 
that even saying it, you can't it's just, even. Yeah. It's so strange. But so why is he your D-bag because today? Because he has reached out to Kim Kardashian to ask her to help him get a presidential pardon. Oh, okay. Quote, I know you have never met me and may never want to. However, I do believe that you hold the values of our justice system dear to your heart. Please help me by taking 10 minutes out of your life and placing a call to President Trump to look at my 257-page pardon. It's all the evidence I'm innocent and ask him to sign my pardon so I can return home to my husband, Dylan, and my father. Okay, so the reason that this is debaggy is because I don't know if... Okay, I know that Joe Exotic has not been actually paying attention to the cases that Kim is actually tirelessly working on to gain pardon. Mm -hmm. And they're not stories, life stories that are similar to his. Yeah. Typically what she's, I'm just not even, it's just no. Okay. (laughs) Just no. Just no. And that's N-O, not K-N-O-W. Exactly. What, I will say what Joe Exotic does well and has, I guess, his whole, and I'm putting it in loose quotes, career, is try to hop on a... Like, he can identify a, a place where he would like to exploit. And I mean, that's what he's doing. Like, and, and you can understand why, right? Because the current um, person who is going to make that decision oftentimes is uh, pays attention to the loudest person in the room. So if he is able to get through, that is, if Joe Exotic is able to get through mm-hmm. um, to the person that's making that decision, there's like all, I mean, there's certainly plenty of reasons to believe that that's entirely possible. So you can understand that the desperation well or just the reasoning that he's trying to employ like if i get to kim kardashian kim kardashian has been able to get to the person making that decision so i should try my best but to your point i feel like there are a bunch of other people in line before him yeah uh that are going to make that that call and i do feel like i want just kim kardashian because she listens to our show so i want her to know she doesn't listen to our show. I want her to know that if she were to to take up this cause, it might sully all the rest of the work she's doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, people are already mm, on thin ice, or she's already on thin ice with people in terms of... Um, Choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, because I don't reasons. know that this would be the best move. Right. And I don't feel like it's going to get her anything that she wants anyway. She wants to be taken seriously as a lawyer. Right. Um, because she's going to law school and she wants to seem like she's a legally healthy person. Mm-hmm. And I use those like over simplistic words because I kind of feel like that's the way she would describe it. And mm-hmm. no offense. I just think that that's that Joe Exotic is not a part of that conversation so i don't know that his chances are very good i think he could probably try to find an easier softer way to get to the guy who's going to make that decision that doesn't require kim kardashian i do want to remind you that for halloween this year kim kardashian and her bestie jonathan chabon dressed up as joe exotic and carol so i just so is that i just want you to have all the facts I don't know. I don't know favor? what that means. I'm just saying it means that she's aware of him. She knows who he is. She knows who he is. She must be a fan of the show. I'm just saying, I just want you to have all the facts. That's all. 
Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. I'd like for you to be fully equipped and informed. Who's your D-bang? Uh, somebody who probably also wants a pardon, although preemptively so, Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, hi. hi, there she is again. Ghislaine Maxwell, pedophile's best friend. Oh, nice jingle, Bradley. You're welcome. That's uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, the former Jeffrey Epstein's best friend, Ghislaine Maxwell, and confidant and co-pilot of... I'm yeah. just not going to try yeah. to alliterate mm-hmm. with nasties. Thank you. Thank you. So, Ghislaine Maxwell is losing her hair. Oh. You guys, I'm really sorry, but Ghislaine Maxwell is in jail and her hair is coming out. I have to breathe. Hold on. I just have to like get a good like cleansing breath in before you go. Otherwise, I think I might go haywire. Um so apparently conditions in jail are so tough for Ghislaine Maxwell. Apparently so is conditioner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> things, I'll be here all day. Cool. She probably used the nair instead of the conditioner, which is yeah. why she's having this oh, problem. Yeah, I saw a sitcom episode about that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my 20s. <laughs> this is an episode of Three's uh, Company. Okay. Um, anyway, so conditions in jail are real tough for her. And um, she's apparently losing her hair as a result. And she's also wasting away to skin and bone. And actually, that's a lie. So let me tell you what her attorney, Bobby Sternheim, told U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan in a recent letter. Mm-hmm. Quote, while her weight may currently be fairly consistent, she had lost over 15 pounds. And she is sustaining hair loss. Okay. Mm-hmm. So also, I love the way that they're, she's like, well, her weight really hasn't changed lately, but overall, she's down 15 pounds. Hi, my name is Bradley Trainer. Hi, Bradley. I've been living uh, the last seven months in a perpetual state of fear and anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Welcome, Bradley. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, have probably lost some hair and weight as a result. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not because I did anything. That's not because I um, aided and abetted uh, procured little girls yeah. for my uh, pedophile bestie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, pardon, like, I don't wish ill on anyone. I don't wish hair loss on anyone. As someone who has unfortunately been the victim of maleness and therefore hair falling outness at a certain age, that's a thing. It also happens to women. But, you know, as a man, I'm saying I I, I understand hair loss. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I understand her loss. I am sympathetic to the loss. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what I'm not sympathetic to is the fact that she's doing so in prison. Right. Or jail, rather, because she's not actually in prison. She's just in jail. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because she is a member of society wherein we have certain laws. And when... Those laws appear to have been broken. You must sit in jail for a while. And think about what you did. Even if I would admit that on occasion, that's not the best way to handle life. Get in line, Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm -hmm. Because there are about a billion people already in jail and prison who probably don't need to be there. And whose hair loss, for that matter, has probably been more severe. Have I made my point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Let the record show that Colleen is snapping, I which snapping. I believe is uh, signing off on. Yeah, that's me co-signing. Okay, thank yes. you. Yes. Like, like I just, I mean, it's so obvious, it's right? So I don't obvious. need to be that 
dramatique. But like, good, too yeah. bad for you. But they're being that dramatique about it. True. So the, the fact that we even know about it is being dramatic. Guys, I'm reading this book right now. It's ill-advised. I do not recommend this book. If oh, well, you, tell us more. I know. If you are a person who feels like you are circling the drain in a pit of despair oh, God. because oh, okay. of would, the global pandemic yeah. that we're experiencing right now, I'm reading this fictional book called Station Eleven. It's oh. about society after... I didn't know that that was the book that you were reading. Oh, so yeah. I've heard about Station Eleven. Okay. Tell the story. So it's uh, it's a fictional account of the fall of society after a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, there's more to the story, but there's um, there's an element of the story where one of the members of the story is obsessed with tabloids um, because of her connection to a person who's in the tabloids. And um, I'm thinking about... This is being one of the things that is left behind (laughs) about the society we live in is a very rich, privileged woman who was literally in bed with a criminal and was literally in bed with criminal activity and her whining about losing her hair in prison while the rest of us are suffering a global pandemic on the outside. And Mm -hmm. add to that, allegedly, now you may say, well, what? Yeah. Because she hasn't even been convicted. She's not a permanent resident of the prison system where you could probably begin mm-hmm. to make a case to me that like people who um, people who are sentenced to prison do not need to live in onerous conditions, right? Mm-hmm. We're not even there yet. It's like, girl, hold on. Yeah, you haven't even been ch- uh, a, or you haven't even been convicted of yeah. anything yet, which means that you potentially could be getting out. And by all accounts, if you take Ghislaine Maxwell uh, as any other example of a very privileged person in society going through the criminal justice system, she will she will not be in prison probably if at all, Mm -hmm. for very long. Mm -hmm. And even if she is C. Lori Laughlin, Mm -hmm. it will be at a day spa equivalent. Like, there is nothing that you ever need to feel sorry for Ghislaine Maxwell for other than that she was a victim of her own bad choices. Yeah. Thank you. I just love this story because it's so easy. It's It's so easy. It just gets served up to you and you can't... It's it's like it's like hoeing weeds with a garden weasel. It is like hoeing weeds. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I read a really old article about okay, it's like a month old about <laughs> yeah, Britney Spears say, that old. from Vanity Fair, and I thought, hold the phone. Number one, I actually think I might have a subscription to Vanity Fair. How did I miss this? But also, it was a confirmation of all the things we've been paying attention to, and also a confirmation of the fact that some of the people who are paying attention to Britney Spears might need to take a nap <laughs> or get off drugs. Okay, we'll oh, talk. Oh. We'll talk about it when we. What I learned from this Vanity Fair article when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Okay, so I happened upon this uh, article from Vanity Fair, and this article was published 
in mid-November, and I it's called The Oracle of Brittany, and it's written by a Haley Phelan. And I thought, okay, am I dreaming? Did we have a conversation about this? But as I started to read through it, I thought, no, I don't think we did, because this article does something that I believe is amazing, and it goes through kind of the history of the Free Britney movement from conception till now in a super succinct way and it accounts for a lot of the weird twists and turns that we've had in the life of Britney Jean Spears mm-hmm. um, over the past more than a decade and there were little things buried in this article that I was like oh my gosh I feel seen um, because essentially what she says is there's a there there when it comes to this free Britney movement. Um, but there's a lot of things going on in the free Britney movement. It is not just, uh, you know, the the ladies from Britney's Graham who started the most recent iteration of the free Britney movement, who got some intel from a person who worked in the law office that used to be the holder of her conservatorship. Yeah. Um, which is kind of where we entered the story. Um, It's more than just that layer. There are some really deep conspiracy theories um, around how Britney's doing and what's going on with her and her Instagram and Mm -hmm. her conservatorship that include things like there is a picture that somebody says um, in the picture, her eyelashes spell out call 911. Okay. Okay. So what's interesting about this take on the history of Britney's conservatorship and where we find ourselves now is essentially uh, the author of this Vanity Fair article says, you know, there's actually a benefit on behalf of the conservatorship to some of these conspiracy conspiracy theories like they are actually promoting and it seems like and leaning into them as a means by which to, as we've said in the past, make it appear as though Britney really does need this conservatorship. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. But one of the things that I don't think that we paid the right kind of attention to, or maybe we just didn't see all the pieces of the puzzle come together, is that do you remember there was a conservator, one of the co-conservators, so Jamie Spears, her father, Mm -hmm. is one of the conservators. There was another guy named Andrew Wallet Mm -hmm. who stepped down. And stepped down very mysteriously at the time. Like we were like, he said some stuff was going to happen. She needed help immediately. And then it was in her best interest for him to step down. Yeah. Well, apparently prior to that, and this is the part that I maybe like was a piece of the puzzle that maybe we knew at one point, but we didn't realize prior to that, he had asked for a considerable raise, which is interesting. And the author of this article points out like conservatorships are typically not supposed to be a for profit entity. Mm hmm. And so for him to ask for a raise on his already seriously robust salary Mm -hmm. tells you a little bit about kind of how they're operating the conservatorship behind closed doors. Now stick a pin in that Um, because also remember then in September we had a hearing or they had a hearing. We weren't there. I wish we were. Um, And this, by the way, is the one that like the her the Free Britney fans bombed. At with first, their, like protests, and nobody knows how that happened. Meaning, they got in on the Zoom, yeah, and nobody knows how that actually happened, and nobody is owning it. Then they like, had to like shut it down. Yeah, so they had to shut it down. But at that time, also, it was an hour before that hearing in August 
that Jamie Spears asked the court to reappoint Andrew Wallace Mm -hmm. as the co-conservator. So this is the guy who, again, asked for a raise in 2018. Yeah, so there's a mystery there somewhere that we haven't figured out, like what's really going on with Andrew Wallet. Right? And here's the interesting part. The, the theory is that this was a retaliation to Britney Spears' refusal to perform. And this is what Jamie Spears' side says that this will require Jamie Spears to undertake drastic changes to her budget, which apparently means that her refusal to perform puts the estate in some sort of financial jeopardy, which sit with that for a moment, because apparently that does not apply to the exorbitant fees that Jamie Spears pays to himself as the conservator and also to the financial professionals that he employs. Mm -hmm. So he's essentially asking, like saying she needs to perform in order to keep this whole thing going, which again points back to the fact that this conservatorship is viewed as a for-profit entity. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 to me is just clear that Jamie Spears wants to be in control of this business. And he believes the only way to keep that business in business is to have her performing and we know uh, as of the first of last year that she does not want to perform uh, and has not wanted to perform since she stopped at the beginning of the year um, or it was you know more like the end of last year uh, if I remember correctly but she was hospitalized in the beginning of this last in year January yeah um, and I think it's because she doesn't want to perform and she has said through her attorney that she is not going to perform uh, regardless, so nice try. And I kind of also just don't feel like Britney Spears cares if that forces an implosion of the conservatorship. She really just wants her finances to be managed by somebody other than her because she doesn't want to lose a bunch of money. She wants to be able to be stable, but she doesn't want to be Britney Spears um, touring, um, doing a, a, a residency in Vegas. She just wants to be doing her cute little Instagram videos in her foyer. Right. And it, and very specifically, when you were talking about how she said, I mean, she really did dig her heels in and said, I'm not performing anymore. Very specifically, what she said through her lawyer was, as long as Jamie Spears is in charge of yeah. her career, she will not perform. Yep. Which is period. her way of saying, like, nice try. You can't make me. Right. I don't think, like, if he goes away, she's going to start performing again. Agreed. But I think what she's trying to do is be like, you, you're not going to get the thing that you want so long as you're in control so don't think that being in because ultimately she just doesn't want him in control right so she's willing to take away the very thing that you know everybody clearly on the business end thinks is necessary to keep all of these salaries flowing it is such an interesting i mean this article I, i i do encourage people who because to me again this article is all about putting together all the pieces of the puzzle and it's a weird puzzle like there are some pieces that don't even belong in this puzzle but but they're happening um but all it says is there is a there there like when we are talking about Britney Spears conservatorship this is not um we're not just sort of speculating in our own interest on 
the story of a person who's not allowed to make her own choices, there actually is some corrupt stuff happening in there. And, and it's so obvious. Well, and you don't have to tell like wild conspiracy theories, which is where the sideshow, the freak show sort of like derails right. the, you know, the intention behind people who actually want to do right by Britney Spears. Like those things may or may not be true, but really it's hard to prove any of them. And they seem kind of gossipy and whatever. Um, but like, if you just tell people the story of what's, known to be going on through facts mm-hmm. no sane person would be like oh that seems like a good idea and, and, don't- and the mere fact that that is the case indicates that there is something going on that that is not in the best interest of britney jean spears and don't forget the aclu the american civil liberties union has reached out to her and said we're here to help you yeah which they don't do that just for funsies. Mm-hmm. All right, which celebrity house would you like to poke around in? 651 641 1071 after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.